Podcast Revolution Network presents The Way with Noah. Super excited that we get to chat. This is awesome. I know. I've been waiting so long for this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've been watching. I'm really, I'm really glad that we got connected. Um, you know, first, you know, through Facebook and the show and stuff like that previously. Um, but I've been watching mm-hmm. what's been going on in Indiana and you it seems like you've just been doing so much from like your local county level all the way up through now um running for state office. Can you just talk to me a little bit about kind of what you've been working on um locally? Um, and then we can get into kind of more of like the bigger state race and stuff. Right. So locally, I am the secretary of my county party right now until reorganization. Um, I'm not actually rerunning for that office, but that's because of the bigger stuff we we're going to talk about later. Right. So um, what I've been doing here is just, you know, helping basically just helping them be, a you know, a more involved party. So working on their website, getting information out on social media, making sure that we're keeping people updated on what's going on in the community. And then I've also been going out in my community trying to kind of be a face for what I call the progressive movement in Indiana. So I live in a really, really conservative, very guaranteed red area of Indiana. And so we just needed people to not feel so demoralized anymore. And I started going out in my community and talking to people, talking not just Democrats, but Republicans, independents, everybody in between, and just getting to know the people in my community and what my community is looking for out of its representatives. And I started taking that back to the Democratic Party. And when I first started coming in, we would have anywhere from six to eight people a month coming to our meetings. Like it was nobody. And we're up to a little over 30 people on on any 25 to a little over 30 on an average month now. So we're growing, but it's just a slow process. It's a small area. My graduating class was 73 people. So it's not a very, yeah, it's not a very big area where I live. It's pretty small. (laughs) Wow. That, that is like, Wow. So, um, so you, you know, you are a mom, you know, you, you juggle all these different, uh, hats and, and you're yeah. also mobilizing, engaging, um, you know, out there in the community. So, you know, doing all the stuff that you've been doing, what motivated you then to seek, uh, uh, the state level position? Well, initially it started out when I was volunteering and organizing for the Sanders campaign in my my congressional district. Okay. I would I would go to the Indiana Democrats website for information that I just couldn't find. And then I started thinking, well, that would be easy to add to a website. Like I do this to our website all the time. That that wouldn't be difficult. Right. And I started noticing that there was a lot of things that I just I couldn't find or I wasn't aware of or better ways that we could disseminate information as a party throughout Mm -hmm. the whole state. You know, people are working on building these networks, 
really the Democratic Party already has that network. That is what the party is. So just trying to utilize that better and make everyone feel included right. and reach out to every corner of the state because we have an issue. And I, I imagine this probably happens in most states where the party kind of centralizes itself around the Capitol and then people outside of the loop around the Capitol kind of end up feeling left out. Right. So we're we're trying to counteract that. And my goal coming from the very outer edge of Indiana is to kind of bring bring that thought process into them and show them, hey, we're paying attention. We need some attention too. Don't mm-hmm. discount us just because we're a guaranteed red seat. There's still Democrats here. Right. Well, and I remember we talked about this previously during the primary process of well, yeah. um, you know, what is it to get, or not even what is it, but how in places that are, you know, have gone deeply red, how do we reinvigorate, you know, progressives, people who maybe are more liberal minded to be engaged, to really take the time to show up and come out? Like, how have you found that process of really kind of reaching and connecting with people? You have to show them that you're willing to work for them. That's Absolutely. what I have found is the most effective. You know, you go... And I came in and I learned a lot as an outsider from the Black Lives Matter movement. And, you know, I came in and I was one of those people. I'm guilty. I was like, but look at what he did in the 60s. That was me. (laughs) And I sat back. That was that was me. I'm not going to lie. And then I stumbled on the Benjamin Dixon show and Progressive Army and I started watching and I went, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And then I sat back and I learned and I've actually taken that and applied that to a lot of different things in my life. And so not only it, I learned how to look at an issue and see how I could be helpful mm-hmm. rather than trying to imply the knowledge I already had. Nice. And that was really important. And that's really important when you go out and you work in the community, you go and, and you kind of look at from the outskirts for a little while and right. you just watch and you see where help is needed. And then you just offer and whatever they need you to do, you do it. And once you, work hard in your community and you show them that you're willing to put in the time and put in the sweat, eventually they'll ask your opinion mm-hmm. and then it, it will carry weight and it will matter. And you'll be able to make your opinion known from a place of knowledge. Right. And and using that in my community has been the most effective. I've, I have had Republicans offer to come work my Democratic booths. Really? By by using that method, like I don't ask people if they're a Democrat or Republican. Mm-hmm. I don't talk about wedge issues. I don't talk about those kinds of things. I talk about the fact that 50 percent of the kids in, in the school in our county seat are on free or reduced lunch. You know, I talk about how the average rate of pay in my county is nine dollars an hour, but our state assistance pays eleven. Mm. I talk about those kinds of things and I talk about the heroin addiction that we have here and the fact that our cops carry Narcan, but not EpiPens. Oh, okay. You know, so I talk about things that people in the community can more readily identify with. And by doing that, they're like, oh, well, you actually care about stuff that goes on here. Right. And, and that's been really effective. And I've just done that every level all the way up. Wow. Yeah. So you were saying that you, you kind of first got involved, like with the Bernie Sanders campaign, just to step back just a little bit, like what kind of, what even, cause that's a huge thing for a lot of us, right? That's how 
I got more active and involved in some things I've been doing as well. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. wow, this happened. And it kind of, it's, you know, we talk about it as awakening or eye opening, but I really felt like a moral imperative, so to speak, to get involved because like just the messaging, I really felt like, wow, if this is something that we could really get people behind, it could really motivate us in a way that we haven't seen at least, you know, in my generation so far. So like, what, what, what was it for you that really kind of like moved you to actually try to organize in your community? <laughs> my best friend is the, <laughs> she's the hardest perky, hardest working person I know. Okay. And she has three kids. Mm-hmm. And she, her and her husband struggle every day. He works 60-hour work weeks, and he's been at the same job for a while. Mm -hmm. But as I said, our rate of pay in this area is not good. So they struggle, and they don't take assistance because in Indiana, we have this weird assistance cliff to where if you go out and you work a job, you're not really going to make enough money to support your family, but you don't qualify for any extra help. So rather than, you know, just try and get help or try and work or, or try and kind of do a side hustle or whatever, mm-hmm. they just really work their butt off. And right. they are the nicest, most honest people. And I've seen her struggle every year. And I was so upset that year, that winter, because it was really cold. And they heat their wood with a wood stove. They mm-hmm. heat their house with a wood stove. And she had ice Like they get, you know, you get kind of ice on the windows, on the edge of the window some nights and it just tore me up. Like I wanted to be able to help her and I've always wanted to help people. It's just kind of who I am, but I really wanted to be able to help her and there was nothing I could do. I didn't have money to give her. I didn't know an electrician. I didn't have like a wood farm or a log splitter. You know what I mean? I didn't have any of those things that I could help her with, but I had my voice. And I really like people and not to toot my own horn, but I'm kind of good at people. So I was like, I'm going to try this. Like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to tell, you know, I'm going to try and just get the, you know, get the, the limits changed for like our state assistance, get, get the income guidelines adjusted to where people that are struggling, but still just need a little help, but are trying really hard can get help. They don't automatically not qualify. Right. So that was kind of, like what started it and then bernie came out and he was like all of these things Mm -hmm. and i realized i wasn't the only person that felt like that because living where i live you don't you don't talk about things like that right you know it's not something people discuss pride is a big deal where i live so I just didn't realize that there were so many of us, you know, that that's something that I've heard consistently. And I have to say, I believe it, that the biggest gift that Bernie could have gave any of us was each other. Absolutely. Because yeah. I had no idea. Absolutely. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I and absolutely so she's, agree. she's my, she's my drive. She's, she's my, we've been friends since sixth grade. We've been friends for over 20 years now. And she's, she's my drive. She's the reason that I started all of it. And then I realized how much I really loved it. You know, I'm not, I'm not an incredibly religious person, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm just not, but I do, I really believe in a healthy dose of like karmic debt. That is something I really believe in. Mm -hmm. And I just, when I started getting involved in this, I never understood how people could say, 
you know, I, I used to ask preachers and people that I knew, like, how did you know that you were supposed to like serve God? You know, how did you know that was something you were supposed right. to go do? And they would say they felt it. And I never, yeah. I never understood. I kind of wrote it off, you know, as a non-believer. Like I just didn't, I didn't really get it. And once I started getting involved in my community and really started experiencing the rewarding feeling that you get from from community service and mm. the way that really makes you feel on the inside, I understood that then. I, I get it now. Right. And it's something that unless you really care for other humans and really want to be involved, it's it's something you could never really understand, I don't think. Mm, mm, that's deep. That's deep. I absolutely <laughs> agree. No, seriously. Like, 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 cause it really is something I really do feel like there was a calling on some deeper level and I'm, I'm with you. Like I've been, you know, spiritual and stuff growing up, but never religious. Right. So like, I right. agree with you though. There is something like you just, just some real deep seated need to actually not just connect with people, but to, to help and to leverage you know, whatever I can in some way to help benefit, you know, those outside of just like my immediate family. Um, and, 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 and I see that so first with so many people and you're right. I think that was the, the one, if we didn't get anything else, at least like you said, we got connected, we got each other, we got this network, you know, that we've now become a part of. Um, and it has motivated wonderful people like you into action <laughs> and, and actually, um, rebuilding local parties and running for state. So how has it been with this now, with this process? You've made the decision to run um, for a, a state secretary. How has that process been, um, you know, going through? What is your campaign process? Like, how is this going for you? Well, it's incredibly interesting to be a part of. Mm -hmm. So the way our elections work here in Indiana, we have... At the county level, we have precinct captains and vice captains or chairs and vice chairs. Okay. And then we have our county party. Right. So our precinct captains elect the county party. And then your county chair and vice chair elect your district party. And then your district chair and vice chair, and that goes on congressional district, elect the state party. So I'm actually not elected by voters per se. Oh, I'm elected okay. by the district level leadership. So that's part of the reason why I got so heavily involved was so I could go be a part of it and let them see that I've been a Democrat my whole life. My mm -hmm. Bernie, Bernie really lit a fire under my hindquarters. But in 2014, I did. I was helping a guy named Rick Gill run against this crooked guy down here, Judd mm -hmm. McMillan. And I. I was helping him and I was putting signs out and, you know, I really thought I was like doing the thing, you know, <laughs> I thought I was helping right. and the results came in and he got like 30% of the vote and I was so disappointed and I felt like, how is this even, how do people even win in elections? Like this was a really good guy and I started to kind of write it off, but I paid attention and I learned that Indiana had the lowest voter turnout in the whole country that mm -hmm. year. Oh, and that wow. my county, my county had the lowest voter turnout in the whole state. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I decided then that I was going to get people more involved the next election cycle. But I thought about it kind of like half-handedly, like eh, in a few years, you know, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll go back and I'll help again. And then Bernie 
and all of that and just getting to be a part of the process, going to convention. And honestly, I fell in love with politics. Okay. I was never like that person. I had a single mom that worked two jobs. We didn't talk about politics. We talked about going to school and getting good grades. That was what we talked about. We didn't talk about politics. That there were two things in my family you could discuss at the dinner table, and they were politics and religion. That that is a real thing where I live. So I it was something I never knew. So when I first started with the Bernie campaign, I constantly felt like I was playing catch up. Mm-hmm. So I spent six to ten hours a day, every waking extra minute I had, essentially putting myself through politics the college for politics right (laughs) i i learned everything i could i read everything i could find i tried to meet everybody i could attend every single event volunteer every single thing that my county did you know and once it came up and the state the state party announced that reorganization was coming up uh our state secretary actually was resigning she was going on to a different job she just had another career she had a career option Mm -hmm. and no one in the state party except the chair gets paid so it's all volunteer nobody gets paid for any of it right and she decided to leave and go somewhere else so it was vacant and i thought wow like this is this is like an amazing opportunity they all know me i've been working really hard it's vacant no one's running yet I have a little bit of secretary experience with my county level. I think I was going to give it a try. So I told everybody I was going to run. I announced it and here I am. So as of right now, they haven't decided to run anyone against me. Okay. And we'll see what happens. I I don't know. They have until February 22nd, I believe. Um, or maybe a little later than that to announce to run someone against me. So I don't know. Hopefully they don't because they'll run someone that everybody knows really, really well. But in the meantime, I have been going to everything I can. Um, I'm a member of the Democratic, Indiana Democratic Party Emerging Leaders Project. Mm-hmm. So they take 40 people a year and basically you have four sessions and then a reunion session where You talk to different representatives, you have campaign finance training, you get media training, you get, um, there's some networking opportunities and things like that. And it's basically, you you have to apply and you're selected from a pool of people. And they take, so I was like, well, they all know me from that and they liked me for that. So I'm going to give it a shot. Cool. And so I'm just trying it. I mean, the words nothing bad can come of it i'm not running against an incumbent i love everybody i work my hiney off to to try and do as much as i can for every single level of the party so the worst thing i can do is not win but it's not going to hurt me to try and if anything i'll learn some from it because ultimately i do want to run for elected office okay that was gonna be my next question for you (laughs) yeah (laughs) very cool so, so yeah, that was going to be my next question. Like, so what do you see like happening? Like after this, like you serve, you know, in this capacity and then what, but you just said you, you know, you see yourself running for elective office. That's, that's awesome. I do. Ultimately, I do want to run for elected office. There are, there are a few pieces of legislation that, 
that I really want to look into possibly um, to getting passed in writing. And I've talked to a couple other um, sitting officials that mm-hmm. that feel like they're they're good ideas and we'll see what happens right now. I want to get through reorganization and see how my friends come out. We, there is a whole network of progressives that are running for either chair, uh, a a county level or a district level position Mm -hmm. across the state. So hopefully we come out ahead and we get a few more progressive voices within the party because that's really where the changes are going to be made. I know you know, the DNC election coming up with um, Keith Ellison, whoop, Keith Ellison, uh, are, is a great, you know, that's really important. And we see how obstructionism within that position can affect our outcome. But ultimately, the important thing is starting out as a precinct person right. and working your way up that ladder because that's where those votes come from. So, you know, it's a matter of if you're if you're in it for the long haul and you're thinking four years, eight years, 12, even 16 years down the line and where you want the party to be when your kids come up and, and, you know, hopefully encourage them to to be a part of it, then that's where you have to you have to look at that future building. So you've got to get the precinct committee people in and then your county chairs and, and all the way up and make sure that they're prepared for when the time comes when they need to step up to the DNC level that they've been that they've been true representatives. I say all the time it makes me mad when we have elected officials that look at themselves as leaders. Mm-hmm. It drives me insane because I feel like they're representatives, not leaders. Right. And when you get into that leader mentality instead of a representative mentality, sometimes your your goals fluctuate. So I I hope that we can train a whole new party full of representatives. That sounds great. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely do. So, uh, and just thinking about being able to work now on a state level, like, how do you think that'll that will? Do you think that just amplifies what you've been able to do on your local community level? Um, just how do you see that working with some of the stuff that you've already been doing, like in your regular day to day? Active and organizing. Absolutely. I mean, just being a part of this race has given me the opportunity to to speak in some places that I otherwise wouldn't have been invited. So last weekend was the Indiana Democratic Constituency Caucus Summit, which is where we have um, we have the Indiana Democratic African-American Caucus. We have the Latino Caucus. We have the Young Democrats Caucus. Uh, the Stonewall Dems, which is our LGBT caucus, and all these people have seats on our, and there's a couple more, but all of these groups have seats on our state committee, so they have a voice in how the direction of our party as well, and I was able to go to this summit and address this entire, all these different caucuses last weekend, and I was able to introduce myself to all of them and the state leaders with these groups, and now I have, you know, I've reached out to the Stonewall Dems and IDAC, the, the Indiana Democratic African American Caucus, and um, the the labor unions, and I'm already setting up, trying to set up a summit just like that, but in our county, to bring people out and, and get people of all different cultures and all across the board involved in our local party. That way, we make sure we're representing everybody in our community. Mm-hmm. 
So that's something that I never would have been able to do. I never would have been able to make those connections and bring them down locally to the, the county level. So, and naturally everywhere along the way, I'm going to be encouraging people to do that. With being involved with the Bernie campaign, just at the grassroots level, I wasn't involved nationally. I right. I had, I mean, we didn't get a whole, Indiana was pretty guaranteed red. So we didn't get a whole lot of focus from the national campaign, yeah, but we, but we did the damn thing. So we did Absolutely. the damn thing. We have, <laughs> we have a, we have a pretty decent network now. So I, I was lucky that I have people that I volunteered with along the way, which if I'm talking about, I call them my volunteers because it's kind of like saying my family. So I have these people that I've, I've worked with along the way that have gone to different counties. So I have, you know, I've got one in the county above me and one in the county below me and then two counties below them and then one in the county over. And so all of these people, we still all talk on almost a daily right. basis. So everything I'm doing, we're bouncing ideas off each other and they're implementing it in their counties too. So it, it's really been great. And now we have, um, <laughs> we have this thing called the resolution revolution, which mm -hmm. is kind of great. So okay. how we have, so what we're doing right now is the Indiana Democratic Party as most of the state parties are right now, aren't super representative of the people. So rather than necessarily try to come in and take everything over and replace everyone with people that don't know really what they're doing, because mm -hmm. it takes a little while to learn the process. Rather than doing that, we decided to write some, you know, there's a big group of us that pulled together some resolutions and we're working on getting them passed in every county and every district. That way they're adopted as rules to the state party. So instead of having to make sure you have a progressive in place, we're setting up ways to where progressives are automatically heard. Nice. Very so nice. making sure that like our finance chair deals with small dollar donations instead of large dollar donations, making sure that our, uh, that we have a way to a structure to track and uh, track our volunteers and how many hours they are putting in and recognize them for their service. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the volunteers are the backbone of our organization. So if we're not recognizing our volunteers as much as we're recognizing our donors, we have a problem. Right. So th those are just a few of the things, you know, there, there's 10 of them. You can find them at resolution revolution Vienna on Facebook and you can look those up and, and that's what we're doing. So we're trying to change rules within the party and just get progressives elected to the party structure across the state. That way we can help candidates win again. You know, our governor candidate, John Gregg, God love him. Great guy. He only won 12 counties in our whole state. Oh man. And th these were millions and millions of dollars spent on these campaigns. 12 counties so obviously we've got to change something so we have a uh, dim enter i'm a big big advocate for dim enter rather okay. than dim exit okay. <laughs> there's a big dim enter dim exit argument but i feel like dim enter yes is there is but I, <laughs> I can ask you just a little bit about that as well yeah there is a there is a so you know having having you know seen you know the way things uh flow you know on in in the environment on the local level and having been through what we went through you know through this election cycle we do see dim enter and dim exit you know as like opposing factions in some ways and then some people think that, that there's actually a bridge that can be built between the two groups 
um, you know, at least with Dim Enter, you at least give it a shot. You at least try. And if you can build it up, if you can change it, if you could really, you know, at least why not try, right? If you have the critical mass to do so. And then if all else, you know, as, 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 as the final, you know, solution, so to speak, poor, probably poor terminology considering the times, but, but, you know, then we all go dim and exit. And, you know, from what I've heard with dim exit folks, it's like, nope, can't go back. Uh, you know, I've, I, nope, can't give them people my vote again. So, you know, obviously, like you just said, you're dim enter, but, but is there a way that we can work together, you know, folks who are dim enter and dim exit to bring about some of the change that we know that we need to see with building, you know, stronger local um, driven action. Absolutely. So I have a public answer and a personal answer. Well, we can, well, and we because can it's share, you, you're going to get share. both. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So my public answer is yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we definitely can build the bridge and this is how I see it happening. Next month, I've been invited to speak at the Delaware County Green Party. Uh, they've they've have an open, basically an open door meet and greet for me. Okay. And this is because I agree with a lot of Green Party principles. Right. I agree. Like when you get into really progressive Democrats, there are a lot of things that they that they will agree with on the Greens. Right. So it's not Absolutely. like we can't work together. And that's not to say that everybody that's dim exit went green because they're not. That's right. But that's true. but it is to say that that bridges can be made as long as we're work. You know, we're all working towards the same goal. We all ultimately want to make sure our planet is still here. We want to make sure people are taken care of and we want to get rid of the corruption. So those are three big things that we can always work on together. Mm. And I feel like our biggest our you know, we need as much as we have dim enter pulling to the left from the inside. Mm-hmm. We also need that farther left party helping pull us to the left as well. We need both. That's right. how, you know, that's how the Republicans have gotten so far to the right is where they have the Tea Party pulling them. Mm-hmm. And inadvertently, it pulled everybody. So, you know, we kind of need that far left party to help us pull back. So I feel like the Greens and any other even, you know, more left of Democrat parties are really important. Right. So that's something. And my big the biggest thing we can do with them, in my opinion, are what I think of as legislative literacy updates. Okay. And okay. what that is, is where it's a non it's an idea of, of nonpartisan legislated updates. You just go around every month or two months or three months, depending on what's going on in session, how busy it is at your state house. Not all state houses are super busy, you know, so mm-hmm. it depends on what's going on. And you go around and you just deliver them to people. No reason not for a party, not because you're a Democrat, not because you're a Republican or Green or Libertarian or anybody, just because you want educated voters. Mm-hmm. Because we see what uneducated voters get us. We yes. saw what happened today. Right. You know, we, we know what uneducated voters get us. Right. And we need to make sure we're educating them. People, I'm a politics nerd. I'm going to look this stuff up. I'm going to read about it. I enjoy it. But people generally don't. So let's print it out and take it to them. No spin on it. No no language. Just this is the bill. This is the summary. This is who brought it up. This is who passed it. And here, this is for your information. Have a great day. Go back a few weeks later and ask them if they have any questions. 
Yeah. You know, get back to the to the voters. And I think to me that would especially in areas like mine where we just have incredibly low voter turnout, that could create some engagement that we're sorely lacking. I, I think it would be an incredible thing if we could pull it off. So but my personal answer, my personal answer for why I think Dim Enter is the best choice is because in Indiana, our superdelegates voted for Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Bernie won this state by over 30,000 votes. Mm-hmm. And okay. for me, if I'm in there and I'm smiling every day and I am an open, open Bernie supporter, I was elected secretary of my county unanimously in my Bernie Sanders t-shirt. Okay. So I'm very open about where I stand. And if I can go in there and I can work with them and keep a smile on my face, they have to look at me every day and remember they threw away my vote. Mm -hmm. They don't get just to forget and go on. If you walk away from the Democratic, the Democratic Party is not going away. It's going to be there. And if you walk away, you're letting them run it the same way they always have. So for me, it's about a personal choice of making sure that no one's vote is ever thrown away again. Mm. That's deep. I've never, I've never heard anyone focus it like that. But that's 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 this deep. It's like I'm in your face. You didn't chase me out. I'm here. I mean, I've heard people say that like they're not going to chase me out. But what you just said though about putting that into perspective, like how yes our state overwhelmingly went for him and they still went against us anyway. And I'm here. Yeah. That's, that's, that's strong. That's really strong. It is. It's just and amazing. if I'm elected, yeah, go ahead. If I'm elected, then the board I sit on will contain those superdelegate members. Mm. So it's a, it is a little personal for me. There ain't nothing wrong with that because the personal is political. <laughs> it's a little, it is. It is a little personal, but it's for all the right reasons. But it is a little personal. It's just, I, it really, it just burns my ass that they did I'm that. Sure. So, <laughs> so I just, I figured the best thing I can do to make sure it never happens again is be there and make sure it never happens again. So, what does your daughter think of what mom is doing? Because <laughs> I know mom my goes back and forth between you're crazy and you're awesome. <laughs> um, that now, don't tell her I told you, but you know how we check up on them on the computer. Uh-huh. And she has to write these blogs for school. And one of them she wrote that I was her hero. <laughs> oh, love it. <laughs> right? Now, I didn't read it because I didn't want to invade her privacy or uh-huh. anything. She didn't want to show it to me, so I didn't read it. But I saw the title, and I was like, oh, my goodness. But then there are some days she's like, Mom, you're crazy. But she comes with me to my Democratic meetings. She helps mm-hmm. hand out papers and take her on the sign-in sheet. She's a member of Future Family and Community Leaders of America, which is a group out here that we have in our schools and stuff. I think it's actually – it might be nationwide. But oh, And then – it's um it's called FCCLA. And so yes. it's Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. My sister did FCCLA. She was president of her chapter at a in high school in her senior year and they actually won an award regionally down that's, here. 
yeah, that's yeah. wonderful. Oh, like, that yes. sounds familiar. Yes, so my sister does FCCLA. Yes, and she. I don't know if Nayla will actually do it, but yes, I, I know. I know of yes, I do for my sister's work. I do know FCCLA. Very cool. Very cool. That's so cool. Yeah, the one thing she oh, kept yeah, saying, she, she was like, that. yeah, she goes, there's scholarship money. She's this. She goes, that's what she keeps trying to tell me. I was like, you need to do this because I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. I just wanted her to be, I wanted her to see what it was like to be part of something that gave back to the community mm-hmm. that was kid level. You know, she does stuff with me. Like I take her knocking on doors and things. I make her hand out rat cards and stuff, you know, Right. but I don't, you know, doing it because your mom asked you to or because your mom drug you along on Saturday is a little different than getting involved with kids your own age mm-hmm. and developing a plan and a goal and, you know, a community action project or fundraisers and volunteer efforts. And I wanted to instill that love of community service in her that that my mom never had time to teach me about. Right. So, right. And it seems to be working. She really likes it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, kudos to everyone out there who who's engaging in their own form of woke parenting. I mean, I really do <laughs> think, you know, our parents, you know, they did what they could do, how they could do it. I really do think that because uh, uh, both of them have come and done. I mean, when when we went and uh, re- helped volunteer at a Bernie event, uh, King Holiday last year in Birmingham, um, the kids, they volunteered. Like I was surprised, like when it came time to volunteer to do stuff. They actually went with different groups than me. And I was a little nervous because um, my right. son had just turned 12. And um, Nayla, oh, yeah. was, Nayla was 14. Yeah, they were 14 and 12 last year. So, so you know, they but they went with different groups. So I think Max was doing like a ADA compliance stuff. And Nayla and my sister were doing something else at the front door. And I got like I was separated from them. I was doing something completely different. And, you know, I, t- I got to take a break at one point. And I went and checked them. And they're like, we're fine we're good. We got this for you. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, you, it's amazing what kids, I only ask cause I, cause I know your daughter's just a little younger than mine. Um, yeah. so, so it's, I know how interesting it is for me having a teenager who's developing her own political thoughts and ideas and stuff. And I'm just wondering with everything that you're doing, how, how has your daughter responded to you? So that's very cool that um yeah. even, even if you had to sneak and see it it's very cool yeah <laughs> that she looks at you as a hero because you you really are i mean i know you just feel like you're just doing what your part and what you're supposed to be doing but but to stand up and say you know what i'm going to be involved and not only am i going to be involved i'm going to make sure that other people have access to the system that's very powerful yeah. you know and, and i appreciate that yeah 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 no <laughs> i love seeing your post about stuff because it really is like when people, I really feel like when I see like you and, and we've talked about Jamie, Jamie, who, who is the editor with Progressive Army and, and does amazing work. You know, when I see people sharing their stories, local stories, you know, sometimes people get down. That's why I love talking to people like you, you know, all over the country who are doing good work because we need these examples. We need to know we're not alone. Right. Yes. And we need to know that people like us are able to actually get in the mix and really, you know, change things up. Um, you don't yeah. have to be some big name with a lot of money t- t- to move things. You no, know? I am so poor. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you do not need a lot of money. That now you do have to be able to pull off like parking sometimes, yeah, and like 
maybe the occasional cup of coffee for a conversation. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, you you got to be like, man, I really want, want McDonald's today, but I need that $5 for the end of the week for that coffee date, you know? Right, right. So, so you, you know, you have to be tight about it, but you don't, you don't have to have this, like the Citizens United and this big money in politics and everything has people really under the impression that you have to be rich to be in politics, but you really don't. You just have to be outspoken. Right. That's all. You just have to be outspoken and, in my opinion, honest. But I, we know not everybody does that. Not, so. No, not at all. <laughs> but I think, well, and, and I think that's why, you know, we've clicked the way we have too, because that's, that's what I really feel like, you know, being just a straight shooter, being honest and engaging and integrity. Like, I, I think that's something that's so sorely missing in so many aspects, you know, of our culture and society today. We really do need to get back to basics. We need to get back to just telling it like it is for, for building mm-hmm. with people, you know, one community at a time. And, 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 and hopefully, you know, we'll be able to continue building and bridging these gaps and, and, and really, you know, get away from this, you know, commercialized resistance and really get down to changing the fabric of our communities. You, you mentioned several issues in Indiana, which, you know, are, are issues nationwide. Um, and it's not going to be solved by these talking heads, you know, or these knuckleheads on Capitol Hill. It really will take us and our communities to really work together. Um, local officials, you know, we, we really have to put that spotlight back on local engagement and organizing. So, so I love Absolutely. it. Great. Well, this was awesome. We definitely need to follow up again and touch base. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, hopefully if I get if I get elected on the, the 21st of March, so everybody cross okay. your fingers come okay. the 21st of March, if I get elected, I'll be able to give you an interview as the state secretary. That'd be great. That'd be great. Wonderful. Yeah. This is very inspiring. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so well, much I've... for taking time to talk to me on a Thursday night. I know life is busy, but I appreciate you. No, and I appreciate you. And if you ever need anything else, I will be happy to help. Just reach out. And I have to say really fast that I am so honored to be on the same show and the same program that Miss Nina Turner was on. Because (laughs) she is my shero. (laughs) I drove four hours to go see her in Cleveland with Bernie uh, in 2015, fall of 2015. Mm -hmm. And, um, that was when she said she talked about heart and soul agreement and Every that resonated heard her speak. Oh. And I was, ex- I was really excited when I got to see her um, last summer at the people summit, we got to go to, I got to go to people summit. And when she, you know, there's clips of, of this speech and people were literally crying when she was talking, she came off the yeah. stage and she walked through. I mean, she really had that Southern Baptist preacher thing down. Right. Like, 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 <laughs> right. Like, like people were like, you know, hands in the air crying. Like, 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 like you really felt like it's a huge ballroom too. Right. And she's walking through mm-hmm. the area, you know, touching people and stuff. And you just felt it. And the sincerity mm-hmm. on her face, and like she walked right past us. I was like, "Oh my gosh, she walked right past us!" <laughs> but right. was, oh my gosh, it was so. And I'm actually the only one because I was so busy trying to like update and help and volunteer. I'm the only one that did it. I always get, I always miss people, right? So everybody else mm-hmm. I was with met her, and I'm like, I'm like, I keep missing me. One of these days, I'm that's what I do too. <laughs> but yes, I, I missed her. I miss, I've missed Bernie, and I've missed her because I've always been, either I'm updating pictures for all the different social media. I was I was doing at the time like I was trying to be good and 
make sure like you know I'm like yeah and everybody else is make sure they got their selfies in and I'm like oh man but no she's phenomenal <laughs> and whatever I'm here for whatever she decides to do next you know like but 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 yes. but seriously her 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 leadership and her 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 unabashed you know determination and defiance has just inspired me for a lifetime and so um so yeah great I was just happy that she she vocalized the concept of heart and soul agreement because that is something that so many people I think are finally starting to understand what that really means absolutely absolutely and And, and so many people get on her criticize her for what she chose in her soul (sighs) that she knew was the right thing but it's like I don't even understand how you can be mad I mean I get why you're mad but like she did what she felt was the right thing to do and she was never negative but she just spoke her mind and did what she felt was right. And she has always done that. And she's continued to do it. And I, I is definitely someone that, that I respect very much and, and look to. Yes. Yeah. She's, yes. she's phenomenal. Yes. I can't wait. So hopefully you guys get her back on again soon. Like yeah, definitely. Definitely. We'll have to work on that. I appreciate 